heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Well, Matt Welsh from Race Victoria is on the line to tap into this conversation and and I think rationalisation is probably, it's the word, the R word that... It's kind of a bit um, sombre in many ways because you, you think of communities and so on. But we're tightening our belts yeah. uh, as a community globally like mm, in, in, mm. as a result of lots of different and leadership, influences. Leadership 2000, the document that came out many incarnations ago of Racing Victoria, did talk about hubs and centralised racing and so on. And Matt Welsh is on the line to, to just buy in on this conversation from an RV point of view. How are you, Matt? Very well, Maddie. How are you? Not too bad. This, if the SMS machine's any indication over the last couple of years, this is the issue of the of the year in racing: is these cancellations and the frustrations and the future and rationalisation, all sorts of things. Is there a, a guy, I guess RV's observing what's going on with a with with the long game in mind. What what's RV making of the sort of the syndrome of cancellations at the moment, and and where are we heading with 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 these clubs and the amount of racing we have and the amount of clubs we have? Well, I think first and foremost, uh, chatting specifically about Kilmore and the, the recent abandonments, I think we need to treat them all as independent, isolated events. They've all got different circumstances that brought about either the, the meeting being abandoned prior or as the race meeting had unfolded. So they're not necessarily linked. The issue yesterday at Kilmore is separate to, to what has happened at, say, Yay uh, the week prior. So I don't think it's a, a pattern of the same thing happening over and over again. Uh, it's also important to point out, of course, we don't want to see any of these abandonments. There's no winners in it. The club racing Victoria, country racing Victoria, no one's happy about this. And our tracks and maintenance team have been out there at Kilmore this morning and they'll conduct an investigation into to the circumstances specific to yesterday's abandonment at Kilmore. But there's no winners. On top of that, you've got the, the trainers who have prepared their horses for these races, set the horses for the races, the staff that have transported them there, and, of course, the owners who pay the bills. They're, uh, they're all relying upon these races going ahead. So it's disappointing. Uh, I think specific to the incident at Kilmore yesterday, the tracks and maintenance team will hopefully get to the bottom of the issue and uh, be able to report on that sooner. But... There's no doubt it's a disappointing outcome for Kilmore, and I'm sure no one's more disappointed than the um, the club manager Ben Murphy. Even though they may be specific uh, incidents and specific causes and so on, but just as far as the bigger picture goes with rationalisation and resources and and so on, is there a a likelihood that um, in time we'll see maybe not a reduction in the race clubs, but a reduction in the amount of race tracks? Oh, look, I don't think we should conflate the two issues necessarily, and that's a, a much broader discussion that you guys reference. I mean, the community element of all these country clubs and country cups is so important to the fabric of racing. And, Matty, you talk about it when you talk about picnic racing mm. and ensuring that the picnic clubs are, uh, are able to host their meetings throughout the, the warmer months. It is so important to be engaging the people in those communities because they are important to racing and its fabric. So it's a much broader discussion, certainly uh, not one that's um, specifically underway at the moment. So at the moment, we're committed as Racing Victoria to ensuring um, these clubs and these tracks are maintained and uh, we'll continue to do do that in, uh, in the foreseeable future. 
All right, so it's a, I guess it's a watch. It's a watching brief this this summer to to see if this is a, a trend and if the separate individual circumstances continue to be separate or whether there becomes a, a growing theme. So I guess I guess this is a discussion we could probably have more fruitfully in probably March uh, when we've got a bit more data. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, you know, our tracks and maintenance team get try and get to the bottom of each and every incident, and, and they'll do that with Kilmore because we don't want to see it more than anyone else. So, look, uh, again, apologies to all those on behalf of the industry who had uh, relied upon that meeting going ahead at Kilmore yesterday, and certainly to those on track, it's, uh, it's a most disappointing outcome, but hopefully one we can learn from. Actually, one recurring theme is a suggestion from a lot of listeners. Some of them are track managers. Some of them have got skin in the game. Some of them are punters. That some of these country tracks don't have the resources to meet the good four improving to a good three requirement mm. and that it just leads to more problems than than had they not uh, been asked to do that, had they sort of kept the hands off the sprinklers and so on. Is the good three to a, is the good four to a good three causing more headaches than solutions for some of these little tracks? Well, I think horse welfare is of the utmost importance and uh, the, the, the veterinary team in conjunction with the tracks team have, have had that policy in place for some time. So, you know, as we've seen with the Melbourne Cup protocols as well, ensuring that our horses get around as safely as possible, as often as possible, is certainly number one priority. There's no doubt there are challenges getting water onto tracks, particularly uh, when it's windy um, and, and, and things like that. And we probably not the same machinery that, say, a Flemington has um, in order to put that water on. But in the Kilmore incident, I would say that they had plenty of rainfall in the lead-up to the meeting. So I don't think that uh, in this instance that the the track preparation policy was necessarily uh, directly involved in the outcome. So uh, it's a challenge, there's no doubt about that, but it's also imperative that we prepare surfaces that uh, ensure the safety and well-being of the horses who are competing. Yeah, it's a delicate balance. There's no doubt about that. Thanks, Matt. Good on you.